Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked call classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> <laughs> great movie they did it well the first thing i saw when i woke up this morning was gizmodo article which i hate them their articles are misspelled like the headlines will be misspelled and shit. <laughs> but like <laughs> or they'll like forget a letter what and the fuck like, are you guys are even you doing fucking there? kidding me and uh first thing when i woke up they were like it's a pile of shit well i don't believe it's jurassic you. park man it's jurassic park Well, that's one of those things like I love Star Wars, but if you're going to complain about a Star Wars movie, just go back and watch an old one. Dip your toe in. They could have really messed it up. They could have really messed it up, and they didn't. Well, you're not going to get like the Dark Knight Star Wars movie. It's still going to be like the old ones. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the prequels, because there's lots of fucking... Politics well, yeah. and, and stuff with Jurassic I don't give a World, shit about. This whole thing with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was tied into the original three. More of the first two. <laughs> yeah, but I remember somebody being like, it's going to be like Dino Riders. <laughs> and then the first Jurassic World came out and I was like, that was riding fucking, I mean, sort of, you know, but not not really. And let me tell you, no, I can say nobody rode dinosaurs in the third one. Nobody's riding the dinosaurs. It brought everything together. And, you know, they tied it into the first series without the first series even knowing. Yeah, I'm excited to see it just because I want to see those people together again. Like lots more of than old anything. faces. Lots yeah. of old faces. That's all. I won't go into it. Just lots of old faces. They kept up with the throwbacks again. Nice. Was Jimmy Buffett in it? Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Wait, that was Congo. <laughs> Jesus. Jimmy Buffett is also in Jurassic World. The Jeff Goldblum Jurassic? Wait, second? No, no. Not, uh, like the not Lost Ju- World. The first Chris Pratt one. He was in that? Yeah, he's in it. He's at uh, Margaritaville. No in, shit. In the park. And he like grabs a bunch of margaritas and runs away from the... <laughs> fucking pterodactyls i didn't remember that you uh, blink and you miss it it's it's one of those non-stop action well okay not non-stop lots of action you know at first i was concerned about the cgi some movies are just some scenes like moonfall why did they have to do that much cgi in moonfall it it was fine i didn't care there's uh the context has Uh a lot if you're doing stupid i thought for a second they used miniatures in scenes in moonfall in jurassic park this new one i feel like they went back to animatronics in some scenes oh that's for some of the bigger ones it just looked too like real you know yeah i like that i don't mind it i could use no i really dig it yeah it's like i love that fucking werewolf an american werewolf in london when it's like going like that shit freaked (laughs) me out when i was a kid and it wouldn't have been like that if it wasn't a fucking robot, you know? Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. They're making a new uh, American Werewolf in London, apparently. What is, is this three? Or well, they made American Werewolf in Paris. I know. Was but not as, yeah, I know. But it's kind of, you know, similar. Yeah, it was sort of a remake. I had no idea. I saw a preview for the new Thor movie. Oh, I can't wait. It was different than what I'd seen online. So I was like, ah. I can't wait for uh, Takawatiti's Star Wars movie, too. There's a lot of Star Wars shit I'm really interested in coming out. I'm just so far behind. I think they're making a, a Bo-Katan series with Katie Sackhoff. Oh. There, there's that show Andor that's the Rogue One prequel. I had no idea. Stoked about that. That that looks good. I still haven't caught up on Outer Range. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know, man. Yeah, I'm slipping. falling behind. I keep watching these older but movies. You watched the, you watch the first episode of The Boys, though. Yeah, we, I watched we won't spoil it or anything like that because <laughs> it's right in line with the first two seasons. Fucking batshit crazy, almost right off the bat. Yeah.
Man, and I didn't realize how much I missed Homelander's crazy ass. That guy, <laughs> he does such a good job with that character. Yeah, man, Garth and his bad guys are the best. Off the hinges, man. The look in his eyes sometimes. And did you notice that one scene where he turns it off? You know what I'm talking? Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking his about. His face. Yeah. That was amazing. Because I, I knew what they were gonna go for, and sure enough, they did. But it's the way he did it, just the emotion. Yeah. Is he a robot? <laughs> God, everybody in that's so good. No, I miss the boys. I'm glad, and that was a pleasant surprise. Up until a couple weeks ago, I had no idea. I saw June third. No way. Well, for the love of God, when you when you're done with it and you feel lost and you need some more, watch fucking Peacemaker, dude. So good. <laughs> so good see that's why i'm saving it that's why i haven't watched i'm saving it for after the boys that's exactly what it is other than that i just finished stuff you finished things yeah like i I got through stranger things which was fucking great feat of storytelling as far as that last episode goes i've heard nothing bad about season four from anybody who's watched it i i really liked it i actually i feel like i was less excited about season two maybe Mm -hmm. than this one i'm like oh you you had an idea all along well, we're so far do. behind. I have to watch three right when the little oh, one was damn. born. Oh, she that's was born right. two yeah. weeks before it came out. So we missed it. And then we were, you know, we'll get around to it. Nope. Never got around to it. Now four's out. The first summer of the pandemic, I was like, where the fuck is Stranger Things? <laughs> Everybody was out. I was like, every movies. goddamn summer. <laughs> no, they were out doing other things. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them. They get Mike got fucking tall and lanky. Yeah, and then right. they they gave Will a, made him keep that fucking haircut. <laughs> and like you see him in real life and you're like, you're a good looking kid now. You know, like suave, like the, with the hair and yeah. like a James Deanish suave. And, and they're like, nope, bowl cut for you, motherfucker. Keep it. Yeah, I hardly even remember anybody's names from that. I, we might actually, we might have to watch one and two over again. I, the last two and three, as soon as I finished watching them, I went back and watched the other seasons again. Mm. It's insane how much I like that show. Never circled back Did on you it. watch Barry? Didn't watch Barry. We're caught up on Barry. It's almost over. Fuck, that show's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Bill Hader's fucking great. He writes and directs that show, and he's in it, and fucking uh, Fonzie is badass. <laughs> he's funny as hell Fonzie. you can tell he's such a nice guy <laughs> you know in real life because you can almost see it on his face when he's like being kind of a dick he's just a friendly chum huh this hurts me to be a dick <laughs> arthur fonzarelli <laughs> oh we finished made for love it's great hbo series two seasons both seasons i thought they were over ray romano's in it the oh, oh, ray. girl from uh was it palm springs okay the mother from how i met your mother mm, ray you know ugh. He made so much money off of, yeah, the show. I like Ray Romano a lot more than I did back then. <laughs> I can't think of an example of him, but when you see him in a movie or TV show and he's just the smallest part, I, I like those characters oh, so much. He, yeah, because he'll play dirtbags sometimes and I really like it. Yeah, just asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he does it so good. He's just so short. I like his small parts. Yeah, and it doesn't come off like uh, when Bob Saget used to do those like brash Bob Saget parts and you were like, eh. Yeah. You're still like America's dad. And, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> Shame. Poor Bob Saget, man. Speaking of which, I watched Norm MacDonald's special as well. It was kind of heartbreaking to watch. Yeah. He, he did it at a computer. Mm. I was thinking it was a special. And then I went into it. And it's just he wanted to get the material out before he died. And then at the end of it, like David Letterman, uh, Dave Chappelle, Molly Shannon, Adam Sandler, a couple of David Spade, I think, is there too. Somebody else also. Oh, Conan O'Brien. They like oh. sit around and talk about him afterwards. They just watched it too. So it's like this weird energy. I'll probably stay. I can't bring myself to watch Val, the Val Kilmer. Oh, me neither, man. 
I just can't do it. It's in my watch list for Amazon. I want to see it, but it, it goes up to present. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's right like, I, I find it really hard to watch Michael J. Fox struggle. Yeah. It bothers me. Did you watch anything good? <laughs> you know what's real funny? <laughs> I like when you make that laugh. <laughs> it always means that you watch something fucking weird. I watched this movie. I don't know if it's called Popstar. <laughs> never stop never stop <laughs> i know shit you started sending me things in the text and so i watched it that night i didn't tell you because i wanted to tell you right oh, now God. so yeah I, I you know i got a refresher on pop star who's in it who's in pop star no, no, no. <laughs> you'd be surprised in the credits at the end so many himself and herself himself herself himself herself the whole credits is just very stacked cast God. of real celebrities <laughs> Um, I, we also watched just the first episode of The Boys. Not much else. I, I finished up Speed, which I feel like I talked about last week. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Pop quiz shit. hot shot. Still watching Speed, huh? Still watching Speed. Like, you know, <laughs> man, Sandra Bullock was good. Have you watched any like of the trailers of stuff coming out? What did you see at the beginning of Jurassic Park? <laughs> the beginning of Jurassic Park was Thor. Thor was the biggest one. A trailer for Nope, of course. Nope's coming mid-July. Is it a new trailer or same one? I think it was, it seemed longer. I'm not sure if it just wasn't the experience yeah. of a big ass screen. And the surround sound was pumped. <laughs> I know that it's been a while, but the shit was just loud. <laughs> and at times it, during the movie, when it was just a single line with the background sound and the volume, just I felt like they had it up too loud. You know, when it was just somebody <laughs> screaming, but you've got dinosaurs killing shit in the background. You couldn't make out what they they said all the way because I'd look and she was like, I don't fucking know. And, you know, uh -huh. we went with two other people that were like, ah, oh, I weird. didn't hear him either. Weird. <laughs> you know, love Alamo because of everything they played before the movie. They had all the YouTube videos of, you know, they replaced the dinosaurs with cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. So they had like a whole compilation of all of them. <laughs> I always loved the uh, Star Wars movies. They always played the bad lip reading Yoda seagulls peck your head thing <laughs> have you seen that no, I haven't it's, seen it's that. my favorite thing oh man no um <laughs> i watched a movie that we're gonna talk about just last night it was a weird week i bounced around to some different things i started a bunch of i'm in the old movie slump it's comfort stuff yeah i mean i'm, I'm still I'm, watching x files i'm scared so. to venture out yeah uh, right now I'm, I'm timid i feel like the last couple of things i've tried i i stopped them so i mean they didn't even make it to the 20 minute rule Oh, 20 wow. minute mark yeah really? it's just a bunch of fails the prey trailer did you watch the whole thing i saw the new yeah Man, it looks good i'm ugh, that's august isn't it i think everything i watched a trailer for is it's august. august like sandman comes out in august looks really good the neil gaiman comic book so yeah i hadn't seen anything on that uh, it looks very neil gaiman-y but that's like his his benchmark thing so i'm really excited the band i was in for fucking years was named after a sandman comic book it's called the high cost of living it was the death comic book which I didn't even know that that's why our drummer had picked that name. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, really? <laughs> Fucking awesome. And then the She-Hulk trailer was hilarious. Because it's a show with Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black. I was like, oh, that's a weird thing to make. But it it's like straight comedy. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of fun seeing her do that. I forget what movie it was. I really haven't seen her since Orphan Black. I saw her in one movie post-Orphan Black. I love then... Orphan Black. So good. So good. You told us about it. It was streaming on something, but you couldn't find the last season anywhere. So we bought the last season on Amazon. 
Just I think to, I did that too. Just to finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We were we had to have it at that point. Yeah, it was it was like crack. It was so good. Especially if you binged it. And that intro music always got me too. Do you oh yeah, it was like uh sort of sounded like a massive attack song. It might have been a massive attack song <laughs> for a while, yeah. No, she was awesome. You know, and back in the day we talked about how she deserves so much more credit for doing what she did in Orphan Black. Oh my god. She well, she won a ton of Emmys. She did, but I think she won Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I hope it is. I mean, it's a good thing uh, those guys who are trying to get split taken off. <laughs> <laughs> These are clones. Ask me about a human cloning. No, I mean, I'm sure that somehow they would tie it into the category. Jeez. I'm pro human cloning. <laughs> <laughs> Watching interviews with her, she was always so fun. She talked about how she was from Regina up there in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and she was like in Parks and Rec, and I was like, I feel like they just like her. <laughs> no, like two or three episodes, she's dating Tom, like near the very end of the show. No way. Yeah, totally. No way. Yeah, I swear to God. Are you sure? Promise. Okay. I mean, I'll have to fact check it when I mix this episode, Jump. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bullet Train with uh, Brad Pitt. Have you seen this trailer? I haven't seen the trailer. The I poster saw- did not look all that cool. I've seen teasers, no shit, like five to ten second things. I have not seen a trailer for it yet. This is like kind of a bumbly part for him, and I love it. Cool. Like, I like seeing fun Brad Pitt. Ma needs a new caravan. Pettywinkle Blue. Honestly, uh, <laughs> also, the Black Adam trailer looked sort of interesting. I don't have a lot of faith in DC. I'm kind of excited about Flash because I thought Ezra Miller played Flash really good. That was the only thing I really enjoyed uh, out of the Justice League movie. Yeah, DC kind of. I like the Superman stuff. I like. I haven't really I liked down a Superman, for the Superman movie, stuff. but uh, I didn't finish Wonder Woman '84. It's fine. I mean, Wait, was it '84? There were Did plot, I get that there wrong? were plot things that really pissed me off. You know, like I was like, uh, "You're okay with this stealing this guy's body." like like it's just fine and then you're gonna have like a but i don't want you to go like moment about it like he's walking around somebody else's body he needs to give that shit back was it 1984 it was it was 1984 yeah i just i couldn't the year i was born you too me too (laughs) you're the rat we were born in the year of the rat i don't know what that means it's a zodiac thing it's a chinese zodiac thing though isn't it yeah it's year of the rat there's other things the dog chicken i think but I, i just know that we're year of the rat yeah was the year of the lynx? Is there fucking lynx? Year of the mole rat. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> year of the fucking wombat. I don't know. Year of the prairie dog. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. I think the only other thing that I was really excited about is uh, 1899. It's a show by the creator of Dark. You mentioned that. I haven't seen anything. Did, you didn't I, watch Dark, did you? I think I started Dark and it's one of those things I didn't have time for. Dark is the best time travel show I've ever seen oh never mind it's a perfect time travel story german the germans the germans <laughs> tommy yes always a little bit <laughs> of incest just a little bit of incest <laughs> uh, everybody's always fucking with germany man like you know they're fine now in germany <laughs> yeah they're I mean, fine now they're fucking kooky sometimes i like germany they're weirdos fucking weirdos yeah even their porn is weird i dig it any country has weird porn they're probably pretty cool J- yeah. japan yeah really weird porn you know <laughs> why is it all blurred out <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time like it's like tentacle dicks yeah <laughs> Jesus. And it makes me wonder, like, if they make tentacle dick porn, like live action tentacle dick porn, are they going to blur? They're going to make gonna be blurred a, out? a fully formed <laughs> tentacle dick and then blur it out. Special effects guys just, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I mean, they're pretty bold in both those countries. Speaking of accents, (laughs) (laughs) this movie sort of had accents. Only sort of, though. Sort of. The little brother... We watched uh, Gretel and Hansel, and I would call this the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves of horror movies. <laughs> really? Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? It's because everybody like is either d- doing the accent a little bit, or not at all, or they're British. So maybe like a hunt for Red October? Yeah. I, I mean, I could name a <laughs> you know, like Highlander as another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the accents go out the window here and there. Or... Y- and they do that a lot, but this one, there wasn't even Gretel. She, she was just like flat out. She was floating right in and out of that. Yeah. And the begin- it was exactly like the first five minutes of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Kevin Costner does the accent. And someone was like, never mind. <laughs> but then they kept that footage. Even Morgan Freeman isn't doing it all the time in that movie. And then oh, Christian Slater is just awful. And then, of course, Alan Rickman's amazing. Because he's British. Yeah. But that was the first time I ever saw Alan Rickman. So yeah, this this was an interesting pick. This was an interesting pick. Yeah, but I like a, a fairy tale horror movie. I, I dig it. I felt as if what happened was they lost their target audience. Or what was who was their target audience? You know, I think something got mixed up and who were they trying to reach out to here? Who were who who do they want to watch this movie? I don't know. Who's supposed to watch Gretel and Hansel? It might have been us. Because this was dark, but I mean, I would probably show it to a 10, 12-year-old youngest. This was a PG-13 horror movie. It was PG-13. Like, but really PG-13. I mean, without feeling like a complete douche, I'd probably let a 10, 12-year-old watch it. Just because well, some I mean, of the things... PG horror movies... Poltergeist is very PG. scared the fuck out of me. Well, yeah, so, but they don't let kids watch shit that we watched at 10. Well, some parents do. But, I mean, it's. I feel like it's different now. People I, are a lot I feel more, like you th- should scare the shit out of your children. They're more easily <laughs> offended now. I, I really have fond memories of the things that scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Legend scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that was one of my big things was, okay, who the fuck... Who did they make this movie for? That was one of my big questions, and I couldn't. I don't find know. It was anything. a weird choice to make it PG thirteen, and like not. I don't know. It wasn't really scary either. Let's do a summary real fast. I, I got it. And real quick, I just want to say there were definitely witches in these woods. There were <laughs> witches in these woods, and I kept thinking that. Like I was like, um, "What do I have to complain about? There's actually a witch in this fucking yeah, movie. There's fucking yeah, a couple witches in this movie. So right on. So Found witches. We don't really need to summarize. 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 You. Everybody knows the grim fairy tale in whatever form you got it. Be it Disney-ish or really dark fucking story about eating children. but in this version of the story it starts with a man who's trying to save his newborn it's the obligatory backstory Mm -hmm. for the witch it starts with a guy he's trying to save his newborn by trading for an unknown cost to a witch so his child can live and of course the child becomes evil and mind fucks the dad into eating a hot poker flash to present day yeah you know what i mean (laughs) <laughs> yeah present past gretel is played by sophia lillis who everybody knows as beverly from it and also the amazing fucking netflix series that got canceled i am not okay with this mm-hmm. which was like a weird kind of stephen king teen drama thing oh was it psychic teenager sort of carrie-ish was but... she the main yeah okay. oh, it's great it only went one season and they canceled hmm. it 
It didn't really end on a cliffhanger necessarily, but she like, didn't have a lot to her credit. No, and she's good. Yeah, this was not her best work, but uh, uh, well, and well, and based on what you said though, so they like her for the scary shit. They like her for the dark things. Yeah, she's down to do that stuff, probably. Yeah, I mean, because it, what you were talking about, and then this creepy ass yeah. girl in hands. Well, I'm not okay with this as not dark. Well, it's dark, but it's not. Uh, it's not it's overly not horror. dark. Yeah, and we can get in. The, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. There's several examples in the movie. Of it was how... a little bit more like spontaneous. Kind of, it had that kind of tone to it. Uh, and then Hansel was played by Samuel Leakey. Never seen him before. Kind of a cute little chubby kid. Yeah, he well, did eventually chubby. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard to spoil a Hansel and Gretel movie, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it oh, at length. Well, so. maybe they didn't like people won't understand because this is Gretel and Hansel, not Hansel and Gretel. Oh, right. Well, so it's this. It's very similar. <laughs> Were you going to say that it's very similar to the Jeremy Renner movie? No. <laughs> Not uh, you know, when you switch the names like that, it's edgy. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if they did that just because they didn't want to be confused. or They wanted to focus a little more that this was a Gretel story. Or can you imagine that that's some shit that took place during the pitch? Yeah, we're going to do this remake of Hansel and Gretel. Stop it. Stop it. Gretel and Hansel we can work with. <laughs> Well, it hasn't been that long since the uh, fucking Jeremy Renner, Witch which I Hunter never movie. watched. I didn't either. I it said looked no. too much like uh, Van Helsing. <laughs> you know what I which, mean? Yep. Which God, Hugh Jackman, Jesus. Well, just for comparison, comparison, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. A lot of oh, people yeah, think that's that a, that's one of the worst movies ever made. Well, it's a terrible adaptation of yes of an Alan Moore comic book. But then take that away. It's this. Oh, weird it's an enjoyable thing. bad movie. Yes, it's an enjoyable oh, 100%. bad movie. Yeah, Van Helsing. I, yeah, weird way for Sean Connery to go out to. <laughs> you know, was he really in anything after that? I think that's the th- the whole thing was that was the like end, he was like oh, I'm done. basically yeah. <laughs> Because I think he was I'm off done. to be racist. Yeah, came back for that and then was like, all right, I'm out again. Thanks for paying my taxes for the next couple of years. So I can r- now I can say whatever I want. Yeah, just ride this out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, most importantly, the witch in the movie was played by Borg Queen herself, Alice Cridge. Fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Always amazing. She did great. And the Star Trek point, you know, popped out to you. Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. Which was just... The Stephen King movie, not based on a Stephen King book that he wrote. That movie was the worst. That's also a really great bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good bad movie. And she's she's really good in it, too. Fucking it's crazy. so weird. She's like fucking her son. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. But cat people, man. Sleepwalkers is it's worth a revisit. It holds up as That's far as bad that was ones. Early nineties. It's right? kind of like how Pet Cemetery Two gets better as time goes on. <laughs> Clancy Brown is amazing in it. <laughs> I always forget it. Clancy Brown is the Highlander bad guy. I need to the, the motorcycle jacket and everything. I need to rewatch it, man. I have not seen that. It's really bad. In the beginning of it, a guy does like thirty handsprings through a parking garage for no reason oh my god yeah i need to, it's on something you talked about it so much and then i saw it somewhere the other day hopefully I, I tagged it it's also a really great bad movie sean connery has some really great bad movies under his belt yeah i'm all over the place today things keep popping into my head yeah sorry i'll let you finish no, hands fine. on gretel i did i it. mean there's not much more to summarize the siblings leave their axe-wielding mother i think they're 
servants in a house, but they leave when a zombie attacks them in the middle of the night, which no. never fucking comes up again. What? Whoa, that was all over the place. What the fuck what was that? What you just that? said was all over the place compared to what happened in the movie. Wait, what happened then? The I'm confused. Hansel and Gretel are at home with mom. Mm-hmm. They go into town to try and get her work because she heard someone. Oh, they're getting her... mom work. The mother sent them because she had heard that that guy was looking for help. But the guy that she went to talk to in town was just a creepy old man who was wondering if Gretel was still intact down there. Oh, I, I did catch that. Yes. I was going to make a comment about it. Uh, yeah, Gretel being young, <laughs> she, she was smart enough to know bad situation, get out of here. She goes home, mom's lost her shit. She's like, well, you and the brother can't be here anymore. Get the fuck out. Comes at him with the axe. So then they're on their own. They remembered the... Gretel remembered that someone down the road used to hook her dad up with eggs. And she was like, let's go visit them. That's where they go into the house. I guess I assumed they were invited in because she was like, keep your voice. Or she said something, you know, we're guests. They lay down in the beds and then the zombie guy. Where did the zombie guy come from? Where did he come from? And then he chases him outside, almost gets a little brother. She's going to try and kill him with this rock. Then a fucking arrow comes flying through zombie guy's head. They're rescued by a good Samaritan. But nobody ever talks about it. That was my note was like, um... Are we not going to talk about the zombie guy? <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck? Are we not going to? Well, that's why. It? Like, I was like, were, they were in bed. Were, are they at their house? Oh, she did hit him, and it knocked an eyeball out. Oh yeah, no, it was for sure a zombie. It was a zombie, and then this guy saves them, takes them to his house, and he feeds them, lets them stay the night, and he's like, "Hey, this yeah, the, is where you can go find the a fantastic actor." Like, yeah. I, I wanted him to come up again, and he didn't. So loose, loose ends, zombie. Black Hunter guy? He had no ulterior... Like, there was nothing... Well, I mean, as far as, like, grim fairy tales go, I thought he was going to save them later. See, not even that. And they didn't acknowledge him killing the zombie. What the hell was up with the zombie? I've never heard of a zombie in Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. That was a new twist, for sure. So they're looking for... What did they call him? The Woodsman? The Good Samaritan. (laughs) (laughs) Sent them... He was like, follow the river for two days. You'll you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah. Very vague. The wood... Yeah, they're looking for a job in yeah, the little, woods. Yeah, little bro Hansel could find work as a... Yeah, and they got really hungry, and they ate some mushrooms because they, they, they told them they were okay, and then they tripped. <laughs> and I thought that was going to factor into the story, too, but it was just kind of an aside. It was a side trip. Yeah, Hansel and Gretel, Gretel <laughs> they balls out on some shrooms. On some very cartoon-looking, like, Ambonitum muscaria mushrooms. They looked very animated, right? They were they just had little dots on them and all that. Super yeah. red with super white dots. Yeah, the color in this movie was awesome. It looked great, beautifully shot. Every frame. That that's what I was talking about with the Kubrickness of it. Was everything was symmetrical. Every shot was symmetrical, mm-hmm. balanced very nicely, and like super colorful. There were a couple of autumn those colors rotating around the character scenes. I could have done without. I yeah. agree with you all the way. But yeah, there were a couple a of those bit. where it, you know it seemed higher brow filmmaking than this movie should have gotten Mm -hmm. yeah i'll agree with that but i liked it and uh the soundtrack was like diet goblin you know (laughs) it was like that like the stranger things music you know and at first i was like what the fuck is this doing in this and then i started to kind of like it build that synth in there it was kind of all over the place but then they find the witch, and uh she definitely killed it from right but she would deliver this shit dialogue (laughs) <laughs> just with she would give it this gravity yeah no and they go straight from tripping shrooms to stumbling upon her house and it smells like sweets pretty much things go as you think except it doesn't seem like she's trying to fatten gretel up she's trying to fatten hansel up for sure she tries to get him to she's eat the biggest pie fatten hansel up but she notices that gretel has something she's extra. got those lady witch powers she, yeah they're she could like smell her scent 
you know she's like oh it's a fellow witch yeah and i think right about that point she has her period in the movie because she like yeah. wakes up and is like oh ah. <laughs> yeah but they notice something's up but right off the bat i mean the, <laughs> her hands were like half black yeah, her fingers were black, and uh, I was like, the witch. why are they... But I liked it, because they never really explained why no. until the end of the movie when it's kind of brought up again. You know, the only real other difference is, is she's clearly out to eat Hansel. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Hansel's but, just the filler. He, I mean, But she seems to be encouraging Gretel to become a woman and take charge of her life and be independent. More independent. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I kind of like that because it wasn't heavy handed no. about it. So let me, what did you think about, we mentioned the very beginning, they do the full backstory about this little girl who was, you know. Uh, that was poorly executed. The beginning part was great. Oh, when she kills the fucking horse and yes. she like snaps its neck, That whatever they did for that special effects was really cool. So the little girl that was saved by her dad at the beginning went to the Enchantress. And so when she took the 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 badness out, the disease out, she left a little something in her. So the girl that was saved became a witch. And that's what she were t- she fucking kills her own dad with the fucking fire poker Hot to the poker, throat. Yeah. Snaps and then the they, horse's neck. They left the impression that her mother died in childbirth. They did. And that was their twist later on. I mean, lots of spoilers with this, but like, yeah, that was like the big kind of so towards the uh-huh. end I got confused though, because that was the most beautiful girl you'd ever seen in the pink cap. That was the little girl who oh, was then, who's wearing the cornucopia on her. Yeah. Head. And so then she was <laughs> banished to be with the enchantress because people didn't like want her around anymore because well, she's fucking killing people, snapping horses necks, doing weird shit. Can't be in the village anymore. Obviously. Most beautiful girl ever with Obviously. the pink cap. Yeah. So she, they show eventually she's sent back with the enchantress because that's who's in the carriage with her. So she goes off to the woods. The girl in the pink cap goes with the enchantress. Yeah, but she like imprinted in her mom's mind or something. So that's what fucking what the fuck. And so the witch in the woods ate her other children to get this power. And then she turns into this super hot goth chick with like goth tattoos. Oh, and did you see <laughs> like so that's an Australian actress who played that part? Uh-huh. Um, I've seen her in some other things. She's got a lot of credits, but no, she, I mean, she looked great for like the, you know, the younger, like goth witch, you know, didn't really have any lines was the end of the movie. She had some lines, but so then you find out that it's not all that long ago and that she's actually like young and pretty and she's disguising herself as an old lady. But then that old lady turns out to be the mom at the same time. So, I mean, did the enchantress, the daughter and the mom all turn into the same being? Is that what it was trying to tell us? I don't know. Because by the time it dropped a bombshell that, oh, the witch in the fucking house fattening up Hansel trying to fucking recruit Gretel is the mom. Yeah, but let me be very clear. None of this nonsense ruined the movie. No, not at all. I know that. Yeah, it sounds like we're digging at it. The only reason I ever dig at anything is I just want it to be better. It's not that I hate something or like I'm trying to trash somebody's good work i did not dislike this movie no i didn't dislike this movie either i didn't dislike it whatsoever i I just i got confused with that part in the story and normally i'm really good at dissecting that or even seeing things coming yeah this i mean okay that was a possibility but then it was like okay that's her mom well where's the enchantress where's the girl in the pink cap yeah is the girl in the pink cap the goth chick who's the writing was sloppy. This was written by a guy named Rob Hayes, who has very few writing credits mm-hmm. to his name, but that, not even a deal breaker for me. As far as like the story was still intact and took me on a pretty good journey of a story I already knew. So I was okay with that. And then the director is Oz Perkins, who's Anthony Perkins' son. Anthony Perkins. From Psycho. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oz Perkins. And then both of his kids are actors, too, apparently, like child actors. No shit. We're watching Parks and Rec, so all that I heard was Ann Perkins. Ann Perkins. And it was just really fucking <clears throat> with me. I'm so sorry. Not no. the same thing. Osgood. 
Paul's good Perkins. <laughs> maybe something like that. I thought that was weird that Anthony Perkins' son directed this. And he did a good, great job. He also directed uh, I'm the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Didn't see that. I think that's the name of it. It was a Netflix original movie. It was pretty good. Mm. Oh, not that old. No, not that old. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Didn't watch it, but I've, I I recognize the cover. Yeah. If I saw it. Netflix has been hit or miss with their horror movies, but uh, that one was I really enjoyed that one. Things seen and heard with Amanda Seyfried. Don't fucking watch that movie. No, don't. Ugh. You watch that too? Oh yeah. I don't even think I told you about it because I was so. I guess like, I didn't tell you. I watched it too. Yeah. Yeah. What? I like to give her a chance. You know. I like her a yeah. lot, but. Fuck man, that was not a good movie. No, that, that was really lazy writing. Yeah, and this Gretel and Hansel, I really liked it, but that aha shock moment, you know, at the end where it's like, oh, that's I, it fucking threw me off because I'm like, okay, well, you're like, but wait, the convoluted backstory because like, don't try to trick me with a backstory. <laughs> yeah, I mean. This is obviously the witch in the house. She's obviously a witch. She's conjuring up food. She makes potions. Yeah, she builds houses and sheds that are remarkably designed for the time period. That shed was like very modern. I liked it. I want one. (laughs) Very masculine. Very like black. Yeah, this was like a black wood shed. Ebony shed. Yeah, very modern. I I don't know all my art. um, (laughs) Yeah, like the cool (laughs) shingles and stuff like that. I mean, she can move wood around with her mind. So Just out there in the woods playing with designs. And man, she owned a lot of axes. (laughs) (laughs) All those blades. Yeah, a shed full of cutting implements. I didn't see anything in that shed but blades. Kind of spooky. But there wasn't a lot of like, ah, like scary shit in this movie. No, not a ton. And from what we were talking about earlier... It wasn't super dark scary. But no. it, it was what oh, there was like a blood soaked sheet at one point, the head that slides off. I was expecting so much more yeah, right and there. And when the, the witch goes and gets that like fat arm and puts it on the table because she's like turning viscera into six course meals. The food transformation. I liked that scene. Me too. Kelly watched this one with me too, and she like laughed when ooze came out of the wall and then she walked out of it like it was a staircase (laughs) yeah and then it turned into her dress and i was like i kind of liked it yeah i I thought it was cool but some of the fucking lines in this oh the abundance when they figure out where's all this food coming from yes abundance that's a weird thing to say because she explains to him what abundance is and it's yeah they should have seen it coming but then there's the the change in attitude where then he's concerned and she's learning that she's a witch and she's like no there's lots to learn here. She has much, you know, a lot to teach. So then she's changed her mind when he's kind of ready to go. See who sucks him into the woods. Was the younger well, version? Well, I mean, he not- kind of just ends up in the basement, though. You might be right. Maybe they were just like they merged into one being. Mother, yeah. daughter. I don't know. It seems ridiculous. It bothered to even try me to that it lost it me because I liked it. You know? But it could have just left all that shit out. And it would have been fine. <laughs> like been you could have started with yes. the backstory yes. and then just never fucking explained it. And I would have been like, cool, you yeah. know, but... Also, the voiceover was fucking horrendous. It's fine if you start a movie with a voiceover from mm-hmm. the main character, and then even if you end a, with a little voiceover from the main character, all fine. If you bring it up in the middle of the movie to explain what's happening and your story's still kind of confusing, fucking dog shit, man. Like, there are very few really good voiceovers in movies. Blade Runner's original cut was terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible voiceover, especially paired with the music in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Blade Runner, but that fucking theatrical cut is dog shit. And uh, Fight Club, amazing voiceover. Perfect. It keeps up through the whole movie. It's really consistent. Probably wouldn't have been as functional without it, but this one didn't need the voiceover, and they kept doing it. I feel like it's it's you thinking we're stupid, and we, we're not going to get what's going on, and guess what? 
it didn't help me. I still was a little confused. And it was mainly her voice throughout the movie, right? Because, I mean, it was... Yeah, it was like her backstory, kind of her yeah. thoughts. And, and that's when I No, and I did realized... like it. I wish they wouldn't have confused me with that plot twist that twisted too much or not enough or went... It was too much twist, for sure. You established it at the They beginning. strangled the twist. It was fine as far as like <laughs> storytelling things goes. I even like... See here, I tried to reason it out. Oh, <laughs> I I built a story circle on the whiteboard by my desk, and I was like, what do I need to include in this summary? How do I explain this backstory twist thing? And uh, I can't. You know, one of the lines I did like was, you know, she was like, yeah, we're trying to get to the woodsmen or the Highlanders or whatever they were called. The mom witch was like, find his keepers. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't heard finders keepers in so long. And I was like, that's awesome. I like that she got the black fingertips at the end. I thought it was a nice touch. And not explaining the black fingertips was probably one of the stronger points to me. No, and uh, I mean, that's almost like the special. Sorry, my allergies are terrible today. It really ties into the special. (laughs) (laughs) Out with the old, in with the new. (laughs) That sort of, I'm going to do it better. And then like she gets the black fingers thing. That's a nice touch. The the children coming back was stupid. Well, I think they were always there. Just that you were supposed to feel like they felt more comfortable, like they were free. Where were they ghosts? Because they vanished, walked into the woods, and then faded yeah, out. Yeah, those the were scene. all the victims. Yeah, that's what I put. So they were like, you know, end of Nosferatu Christmas ornament. Yeah, children. they were all hiding, trapped in the woods. You know, lost souls, unfinished business, their kids. And then when Gretel takes over the position, they were like, oh, we can kind of. Oh, out. good witches, hey. Yeah, now we can frolic in the woods as spirits. That's what I felt. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think it even needed that though. If no. they had just ended with uh, black fingers, uh-oh, I would. <laughs> I had very few notes, and the last one just it just says a little confused, but I liked it. I liked the uh, the very complicated cage cooking the child thing, and the way she kills the witch with a stick. Yeah, that was intense at the end. I like that. Yeah, and it was also really simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't overly grotesque. It wasn't. She just burned her. Remember, let the right one in. Like that yeah. final sequence. Oh, in the pool? In the pool. Oh, so good. So it wasn't that good to me. But, you know. I, I like that. Like, uh, like that's what's so great about the original Alien. Is it's so simple. Just don't show us the Alien. Don't, yeah. Not the whole thing. Just a little bit. Flash his face. In the yeah. Head. And that was like a really simple climax scene. I liked it a lot. I like the weird little door. I love little doors in houses. Yeah, little doors. Yeah, if I ever design a house. I'd like to watch. Uh, I, I think he has another movie. Another horror movie as well. Mm. I'd be interested in seeing that just to see. Yeah, a lot of potential. I mean, from the beginning, I feel like one of the things that got lost in translation was who's this movie for? Who are you trying to reach with this movie? You know, the fairy tale people? Yeah. There are the fairy tale people out there, you know? I like a fairy tale horror movie. What other fairy tale horror movies stick out in your mind, really? You know? Uh, Sigourney Weaver Snow White. That one's the one that really stuck with me. I Even never saw that. It's not amazing. But it was uh, it was creepy. It was a mm. creepy fucking movie. I never saw that. She's uh she's the witch and she's the stepmother in Snow White. And then the daughter was she was in Dawson's Creek. She was the one that like uh, oh shit uh, God I can't remember what her name was. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Not Michelle Williams. Not not Michelle Williams. Not Andy. I remember that girl's name. Uh, she was another girl who was in Dawson's Creek. Oh, fuck. I think she was another. Pacey love interest or some shit. Mm, I I don't even remember. I fell off that in high high school. I started smoking weed and I was like, fuck this. Not watching the WB. (laughs) (laughs) Although I do, I really appreciate that James Vanderbeek has a sense of humor. 
about being da- James Vanderbeek. Yeah. No, he's all about. And how many cameos did he make in movies crawling in through a window because of Dawson's Creek? Wasn't it the first scary movie? Was like the first one I've seen. I feel like he's done it in more than one movie. I, where they yeah, parody I, it. I, I you think know? so. Yeah. He has, a, he has a really good sense of humor about it. I like it. He's been doing HEB commercials here in Texas. Have you seen those? Fuck no. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because he's from here. James Vanderbeek. He's well, not from Austin. He's from uh, Midland or well, something. I t- like we that. saw him in Elgin when they were filming Varsity Blues. Yeah, we saw him. My sister, um, she ran and jumped on him on Main Street in Elgin. She ran and jumped on him? She ran and jumped on him. Did he hug her? So from what I he didn't like fight it. Oh, right on. I mean, it was a hug. Yeah. It was it was he it was acceptable. Yeah, and then he got COVID. And then he got oh, oh, that was a different time. <laughs> 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 how did i pull us this far out how did i get here she's a 10 i just want you just wander into an area she's a 10 <laughs> i can quote that fucking movie all day i don't remember shit about that uh foo fighters in the soundtrack uh no, no. <laughs> i can tell you everything about disturbing behavior though mm. different dawson's creek fucking cyclops <laughs> <laughs> i love disturbing behavior when was the last time you saw that I, it was on something a while back and it was in my list. It was in the list for so long it went off that service, so I haven't seen it since. I think it's either on Showtime or HBO right now. One of the two. No, that's a oh, and it has our boy that we were just talking about Nick in Stahl. It. Yeah. yeah. Nick Stahl's the yeah. Yeah. Uh, also uh William Sadler. Uh, yeah. He's like the janitor in the boiler <laughs> room. You like Kurt Vonnegut? <laughs> <laughs> and that is a dead on fucking impression of that character. God, the janitor always knows what's up because he's just rats, down in the basement. Rats, rats, <laughs> Damn, you really hung on to that janitor I fucking, role for I that really like that. I had like a huge crush on Katie Holmes when I was like 14 years old. And in the trailer for that movie, there's like a sex scene with her happening in the trailer, mm. not in the movie. And my 14-year-old self just crumpled and was so sad. Well, I feel like that's a movie that a bunch of us went to go see like the summer before freshman year. Yeah, I, I, it came out that sum, that summer yeah, before I high feel school. Like we all went to go see that right before high school started. It was great. Yeah. But I like this movie. I, I liked it I'm, too. I'm into it. It's yeah. a good movie. And yeah. I mean, if you can figure out what it's all about, let us know. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Yeah. As far as the PG 13 horror movies go, uh, I wasn't, not scary. I'm still, I'm looking for something to scare me. No man. jump scares. Something, well, even like anything. It's it's getting really hard to fucking scare me lately. And it's a bummer. I get in these slumps. I read so much horror. Mm-hmm. It's like Adam Neville, the guy who wrote The Ritual, and uh, no one dudes, gets out alive. The dudes in the woods. Oh, well, yeah. the movie was The Dudes in the Woods. Yeah. Well, I guess the book. Was the book different. is that too was stupid. Yeah. The book had. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the book had black metal kids oh. instead of weird el- like Hilda folk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which the filmmaker should have gone with that. The black metal kids were great. Like that, that sounds the, cool. Yeah, because it was like mayhem was in the woods trying to summon an elder god, and they were kind of dumb, you know. And he really got that whole black metal thing, and that fucking book and the movie scared the shit out of me, like a little bit. <laughs> At the end, when you show me the monster, I'm always going to be a little disappointed. Yeah, like I would much rather you not show me the monster so I can keep the fear. But I, I really like Adam Neville scares the fuck out of me. He's one of those guys. I'll read one of his books, and if I it's freaking me out a lot. Sometimes it'll take me a week or two to pick it up again. Cause oh. I'll, I'll just be like, uh. <laughs> no one, no one here gets out alive or no one gets out alive. Uh, they made a Netflix made a movie out of it. Another Netflix made the ritual, but they also made this other one. That book scared the 
fuck out of me. And the book is, uh, or the movie takes place in the States instead of England and all that. La- and then he wrote a book called Last Days that also scared the shit out of me. I'd really like them to make a show or a movie out of that one because it's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about that. It's a cult. Yeah. Cult it freaks me out, man. But uh, finding a movie to scare me is getting fucking kind of difficult Well, lately. you were telling me about this found footage documentary you have only on VHS. Yes, it's called The Wicksboro Incident. And no, you can't find it anywhere else? I've never seen it anywhere well, see, else. Well, that freaks uh, me out, because where the fuck did you get this VHS anywhere? from? Uh, from the, the movie store. But if you haven't seen another copy anywhere else? No, I found it in the documentary section of the movie store. And then when I was like, I think this might be a found footage movie... Or that's some real shit and somebody and ditched I was it like, in the documentary section. The, I think some fucking other video store clerk put it there <laughs> to fuck with people. Because I thought I was watching an alien documentary. You came up on some VHS version of It Follows. I still have VHS copies of Ring You and uh, t- Ring 2 and uh, God, Ring Zero. I don't think Zero. I have anything scary on VHS. Those ones, I felt like they deserved, because they're also bootlegged. Mm-hmm. You know, I put two VCRs <laughs> together. <laughs> and there's something kind of poetic about them. So, and they're in like plastic, clear video Do you have to use the cases. tracking buttons to make it work sometimes? I mean, I have the last VCR that was ever made. When they put out the thing, they were oh, like, oh, yeah, you last got a VCR. Combo. Yeah, I got the last what do they VCR call that, a slave DVD system? content. You don't want a slave system. I mean, that was all you could get. Do you remember the guys at the stores, though? There was like this whole thing for a while there when you went into electronic. They were like, you don't want the slave system. You just want to get separate unless you're trying to. Oh, yeah. And they tried to talk you out and of I buying thought it was a really weird TV, that they were VCR it, combo and stuff. Yeah. I just thought it was like the the phrase was like slave system. I was like, what is this? Is, I mean, is it going to. I never understood like the difference between the forehead and the two head VCRs or any of that shit. But so were you not big on adjusting the tracking on some of those? You know, it I mean, I remember lines. when you had to do it a lot, you would have to on some of them. Yeah. And it's like, you knew which ones you had to do it at least once. And it would be fine the rest of the movie. But at some point, every now and then you'd watch a movie that had that fucked up thing at the bottom, yeah. you know, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I sometimes I'll watch like a YouTube video that's like of a tape, <laughs> you know, and I'll be like, whoa. Uh, I watched the George Carlin documentary this week too. I didn't mention that. Damn, yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. It's uh, Judd Apatow. People have told me I've heard nothing but good things. It's really good. Real dark. Uh, such oh, a dark man. I started the new Candyman. I've got 30 minutes left. <laughs> you and you're watching movies and shifts. It's frustrating. I'm that sure new it candy is. Man. Dry- oh, the new Candyman? Yeah, it's not all that much different than the old one, though. It's n- it feels more frustrating, though. Nah, the- go back and watch the old one. It feels the same Has way. Has it just been that long? Mm-hmm. It's just very frustrating. There was a certain kind of movie then, you know, horror movie, that mm-hmm. was coming out at that time. And I felt like the new one felt in the spirit of the original Candyman movie. Yeah, And it's a direct sequel, so, I mean... I, like I liked it. all the little cartoons. Yeah, that's cool. It's I like, I like it. those shadow box cartoons. So next time, what what the fuck was the movie called? Oh, I, I think we're alone now. Uh, we're next time we're gonna watch a Tiffany video. <laughs> Get on your mall tour with shorts. Peter Dinklage <laughs> and Elle Fanning. <laughs> but yeah, do you think they're gonna have that song in the movie? I hope not. I know. I mean, it would ruin it. But I mean. There's just a connection. Was that Tiffany or was it Debbie Gibson? Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. I'm right. pr- I'm like yeah, that was Tiffany. Um cuz I think yeah, she 
anyway, I'm not going to get into the Tiffany documentary I watched at one point. <laughs> you watched a Tiffany documentary? I don't think it was just about her. I think it was about that time in the mall tours. And so there was like a big segment on Tiffany. Yeah, Rick Astley and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never going to give you up. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we're alone now. You, This was uh, this looked like a, the kind of movie I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, it's also 50 50 reviews. It could go either way. Yeah. By the way, uh, Gretel and Hansel on IMDb was a 5.4. I'd say that's probably what I would rate it. Nah, maybe a little higher. Six. I'd give it a solid six. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the biggest negative, the biggest negative was just that. It's clunky. It was a really well made movie, though. That fucking twist, though, man. Why yeah. did it have to fuck it for me? I don't need twists all the time. You know what it did recommend to me afterwards was the visit, and Kelly has not seen it, so I'm I'm be making her watch the visit with the p- grandparents. Yeah, the M Night Shyamalan movie, <laughs> the found footage M Night Shyamalan Look, movie. I'm gonna get you. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.